0: So, welcome to Afro Leeds, the podcast. We are two sisters. I'm Julie. I'm Sarah, And we're on a mission to promote UK Black business and culture. We're Black British and very proud of our Ghanaian heritage, as well as being born and bred in Yorkshire.
1: By day, I'm a GP, working and living in Leeds. I also live and work in Leeds, and my background is marketing and recruitment.
0: So, Afra Leeds, you might have heard of us on our Instagram platform. Here we provide daily positive posts about Black business, groups,
1: communities, celebrities, music, and so much more. And this is our very first podcast. How exciting! (laughs) Um, So, yes, we are embarking on the world of podcasts. And in our first uh, um, edition, we obviously wanted to give you a bit of an idea as to why we created Afro Leads to give you a bit of a flavour and a sense of where it's come from. Um, So in essence, we were thinking there was so much black excellence in the UK, why not create a platform? So every single day we put out a post on something that is UK, black, British, whether that be about a celebrity or a business, etc. But the vibe and the flavour of it is really, really positive. It's about sharing some positive insight of Um, somebody that maybe looks or resembles you so you can have that feeling of you know I've seen something amazing today that should in essence help start your day or you know fulfill your day and have a sort of a positive effect on the rest of your day as well and that was really
0: absolutely that was really important for us to focus on the positive because there's so much negativity and darkness around we just wanted to have a bit of light there on Instagram and you led the way with that because you're with your prior knowledge and expertise, which I bow down to. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I just need to say, yeah, it was really important. It was not that we're ignoring negative news stories. No, nah, yeah. Into the culture, but we've just been really intentional about promoting
1: and elevating the positive. Absolutely. And one of our hashtags that we use all the time in our posts is Representation Matters. Mm-hmm. But this element of representation matters for, for me in particular was very much to showcase that you, there are people from across the spectrum in the UK um, that look like you, are smashing it in their careers, um, that may not be on mainstream media, but they are there and they're representing you. So if you have a dream or passion or a desire, or even if you just think, actually, I've learned something today, this element of representation sh- in essence, is the core of of, that, of of every single post that we put out there. So hopefully, that is translated into the uh, to the post, and that our followers feel that as well.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I really do like scrolling back up past posts and just seeing our wall of all of this, as you say, black excellence just oozing through. I really I'm really proud of it.
1: Yeah, ideally if we had more time you know I would love to put more content out there but yeah I think from both of us we have to have a real realistic um schedule <laughs> yes. and a strategy with this because the more we research the more we're like oh my gosh there's so much we can put out there there's so much more um things that we can maybe potentially collaborate with as well but the actual concept is a daily post a daily burst of positivity that highlights black excellence in the UK
0: yeah. and like we
1: say it's across a meet different types of medium so it could be I don't know your celebrities one day your man crush mondays one day your women crush wednesdays your throwbacks which is really popular because I think there's lots of people our age demographic that follow the the page the, uh, and have the same kind of nostalgia as we do so that's often often quite a nice one to put out there but yeah I suppose that in essence encompasses why we created the platform Afro Leads
0: yeah and I think it's been an organic um, process hasn't it yeah in terms of acquiring those certain posts that we do on certain days which seem to be well received as you say so yeah it's uh it's 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 really enjoyable and yeah we did have to be realistic about our commitment to what we can put out because we want to maintain the quality but some occasionally there's been a couple of posts a day and often you know the updates to stories to share and repost and things
1: whether it's from us or from other Within our little, Occasionally. Do, I think Julie, my sister went absolutely crazy carnival last year, <laughs> just <laughs> posting and posting, and which reflects how much fun we did have at carnival. But you know, we do gently stick to that rule of one post a day and manage that workload oh. in that sense. Um, we also have a presence on Twitter, but the main traffic, the main stuff that we put out there is on Instagram, which we massively enjoy. Uh, and like I say, it's the first project that we've worked together on as well. This is, um,
0: consistently for almost two years which is amazing Three
1: years crikey god who would a thought
0: and we've had some amazing like highlights along the way with it I have, you know, absolutely. really what's your main expected. highlight
1: what would you say was a big highlight for you um
0: i think in terms of like notable things like going on radio leads that was just surreal and yeah really was cool. enjoyable So shout out to people of, there like Shahid and he got us on and yeah I really enjoyed it and seemed to um be able to really share about I love about the content we're creating
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, his passion was absolutely um felt as well because it was really encouraging <laughs> I would say, gosh, you've really ruined mine because mine's not as, <laughs> mine's not as great as that. Mine's like when you get, when you get like, when you, we do a post about a person or people or a group, and they genuinely seem to feel really blessed to have had yeah. that like, a bit of attention. Oh yeah, them. that does start saying definitely. You know, I mean, there was early days as well. We posted about Sherry Silver. and I'm not. Joking. Oh my. We thought <laughs> our phones were broken. We were getting so many messages. <laughs> it was mental. But, you, you thought
0: know, you were, we were gonna have to live, uh, quit our jobs to manage This, this to. is
1: like two weeks in. You know, I was like, Joe, you know I feel like I need to hand him my notice. <laughs> 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 we've gone viral. We've broke the internet. Um, but you know, there's been other stuff as well where you've got, you know, young people um, that are doing amazing things. You've got um people in positions within charities that are you know really carving the way and and creating a great legacy as well and i really really think gosh why have you put a post about me this is crazy but again it's 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 that element of positive vibes we get we are so positive and and um excited shall i say before we post anything and then the, the day that it's released if they see it and they have that same kind of positive response to it it's amazing um so they've always been highlights. Dizzy Rascal actually liking his post was absolutely awesome for me. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you've screenshot seen it. it. Seen, you've seen it. seen it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's been a, quite a few that's amazing well, moments. i even being able, um,
0: through the, the platform, being invited to the event held by a dumb butler at the House of Parliament. I mean, we've never been there before. Never. Yes
1: house of Parliament was a big one yeah was that, that was black was that for black history month
0: uh, yeah it was just
1: um, it just was surreal. insane it was yeah so we met Julia, which was a real <laughs> lifelong dream tick <laughs> you're right there's been some amazing highlights and there's hopefully some more amazing highlights to come as well but um yeah for two years worth of project work between the two of us that has been really really cool to share that with you it's been nice
0: yeah, it doesn't feel like a project either. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. just it's something that we we do, and we're doing our life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just it's, it's not a chore; it's a pleasure. So yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. you know, building on from that, we're now deciding to do a podcast. So yeah, um, yay! And again, so excited. I guess it's like a, and it's been almost like a natural progression with this as well because. Yeah. Followers and friends have been asking us what's next for Afro Leads. And we've got loads of different plans in the in the pipeline. Um, some of them have been kind of yeah. scuppered up to put on hold because of the current pandemic we're all trying to navigate. But it just brings about more time to focus on other ones, such as this, which is exactly. great. Exactly. And I think we both feel it's a chance to bring the brands and people that we salute on a daily basis to this new platform, to increase, to increase the reach and tell different parts of the story that we've just given a snippet
1: about on the post it's done absolutely and I think you've hit the nail on the head there with a Instagram post the beauty of, of Instagram is you put a visual up there or a video you put a bit of text and you try and encompass somebody's whole life story and whole legacy in a really short space whereas with a podcast it's taking that written word into you know from we can hear it from the horse's mouth I'm really excited to get inspired by having our guests on um and it's again it's another chance to spread black excellence a little bit further as well uh, and to reach other demographics really so or more people in essence so yeah it'll be really really exciting to to get this out there and spread the word which is really cool for sure and I just hope people enjoy it and find it interesting to listen to absolutely I'm sure they will I'm sure they will we've had some really great feedback from friends I keep saying listen you need to do a podcast or we need to have the well we need to think about your next step because this is we love your posts we love your Instagram but at the same time we do need that next step and there is an appetite out there which I do think is you've got to listen to your audience if there's one thing in marketing that um I've learned is, is is you've got to listen to your audience and insights it's it's gold really and the, the more people that keep saying can you do this can you do that it's a case of right okay courage you know uh cause yeah belief the yeah believe in yourselves yeah and, and I'm really hyped that we've had that response I'm really I'm blessed to, doing it. yeah we're really blessed to be able to do that which is cool
0: yeah so we've decided that each podcast we're going to ask what we call the melanin magic question yeah. to our guests uh, and uh, it's just a. Uh, let's get an insight of their, their thoughts and, um, and vision. So the question is, what are your hopes and dreams for Black British culture in the next five to 10 years? And do you have any insights on how we're going to get there?
1: So I'm going to put that to you first, Steph. What do you think? Such a deep question. And do you know what? I do like the fact that we've spotted this in there because I think, like you say, we're going to get ideas and we're going to get... And hopefully our, our listeners will get ideas in terms of how we can, as a community, rise together um and like you said we're gonna have a plethora of different guests on the show so hopefully each vibe will be slightly different or each piece of insight will be so different so yeah that'd be really cool um so to answer the question uh, hopes and dreams for that british culture next five to ten years um i would hope that um number one the, the essence of spending within the community is um more intentional and i know Hashtag- that's our word intentional the black pound. Yeah, because um, I think I over the last three to four years have made small changes, but I'd say definitely the last two years with Afro leads kind of taking um, it's a, bit, a, a more intentional space in my mind, whereby there are so many amazing products out there, there are so many amazing businesses. And so many amazing stories as to how they've got to create those businesses that we owe it to our community to do that kind of intentional digging and research and spend the money within. There's so many other communities that do it as, and that's just their normal autopilot behaviours. They will automatically think, I need a plumber who in, within our community is a plumber. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I don't know why. I. It might just be me. I'm sure it's not but I don't know why but there's certain behaviours whereby we often think let's look in the well historically yellow pages let's maybe get a recommendation of a friend and your friend's recommendation is a white or a cork or a European plumber or whatever where I think there are equally good tradesmen skills uh, skills uh, within our community that we should be going to yeah yeah or at at least just in supporting yeah definitely so Again, the essence of Afro Leeds is all about that. You know, we make it quite easy for people to go to our page and look at the highlights um, and the highlights will show you the hair and beauty or literature or whatever. So in essence, if that can be taken to the next level so that's automatically in our minds, that'll be absolutely awesome. And additionally, I think representation, it's, it's one of those, the, I take, we class it as a buzzword, but it's a word that we use a lot. Um, and I'd like that to be more than just um well it, to definitely carry on with the trajectory that it is at the moment when I was younger and I was buying magazines or when I was um cutting out posters in my magazines of you know guys in um you know mostly guys few a room this lady. <laughs> um, but they were all very much what was what was deemed like attractive and cute at that period of time and most of these were blonde blue eyes, blonde blue eyes, you know. I just um whereas so now many my many, Man eater, <laughs> she's a man eater. Um, but I think now there is a bit more representation and I'd like to see that go further forward. Um not yeah. to have oh hang on we've got you know final print and then and the edit and the edit stage we need somebody of colour or, you know, to whack them in so it looks more diverse. I want it to be, like, commonplace and, you know, whereby a young Steph or a young Julie would see themselves in the people that are sh- shining um as kings and queens in every form of media. So that would be really – that would be what I would hope. Um, what about you? What would be your um, yeah, answer to that question? I agree with everything that you've said. And I would, like,
0: you know, just further – building what you're saying about representation i i also you know would love it in the next five to ten years to be the norm and not a novelty and and i think you know for that to happen we're going to need to have prominently placed people within the culture on boards within like decision makers across all spheres like whether it's government education civil service social service healthcare, um to make really in- inclusive decisions and policies that affect us all um
1: yeah yeah so that, totally that, and, agree.
0: and that if people are in these positions that they're empowered to vocalize what they need to to try and help bring that about um mm-hmm. and uh yeah and then another thing that I feel really passionately about as I'm trying to learn and discover more for myself is that um it would be great if the Uh, black British history was taught throughout the curriculum and and throughout the school year not just leaving it for October here in the UK that's when we have Black History Month which is great to shine a light but black history is not just for one you know 31 days of the year it's yeah it shaped this nation it's been part of it it's not an add-on it's just that so much of the history that we're taught in schools is whitewashed you know it's not even really reflected why the two wars that are known as world wars are so called because of the confusion yeah. from um, African and Caribbean uh nations and you know nations all around the world that were dragged into this European conflict. And um it's just it's other things. It's not just about war. You know, there have been um, you know, uh black Romans, but we just don't know about it because yeah. it's just not taught or even the kind of history that is taught that in schools if it's not about the transatlantic slave trade it's about a really whitewashed ancient egypt which you don't even recognize as being african history and there are other great african kingdoms that i'm discovering that i had no idea about previously so yeah i just love that because i think if it's taught across the board it doesn't just empower children within the culture it opens the eyes of children outside and that's yeah. a good thing and just in terms of you know when those children become the leaders and shapers of the world if they've had a more inclusive and diverse education and kind of awareness they're going to make better decisions that are you know for all of
1: us so mm. yeah that's my hope amazing <laughs> and how do you think we're gonna to get there anything that you in terms of any wise words of wisdom or any kind of foresight do you think would how would how would we get there
0: well, I think in terms of the first point I made about having representation within different industries, I think yeah. we need to work on personal development and empowerment, of, of, of uh, and, and uh, but then also doing that collectively. So, you know, joining organizations—if you're uh, in healthcare, join a Black healthcare organization. Should uh, uh, in law, likewise, tech. Yeah business or whatever and just to build up um, knowledge intelligence confidence insight you know sharing experiences of things when things have not gone so quite so well when things have gone well and, and, and to learn and improve and take that to your places of work and just yeah. to be empowered and valued in that space can help you then in the, the world that you find yourself so I think that's a big thing and that's something that we're both experiencing and finding really encouraging and perhaps that's why definitely. we're doing this now because we're in a, a space where um we do feel confident about what we're saying and I think even the fact that we're doing the Instagram now like we've talked about this before like
1: I don't think we would have done this 10 years ago yeah definitely wouldn't have done it 10 but, years ago but,
0: but yeah
1: I would also add on that I totally agree I'd also add on that when you're in the positions to be open to to support others that are coming up absolutely amen because I also feel like I think sometimes when you're at a, 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 a place in your life you don't realize that you are the person that somebody's looking up to thinking gosh she looks like me she's smashing it she's professional she's articulate she's well respected etc 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 um so well, when somebody does does, <laughs> it's a bit of feedback I've got and I don't like to brag guys but no um <laughs> But when you've got that kind of situation, I think ha- ha- being aware that these that, that there are lots of up-and-comers that are going to look up to you, to give you time, you know, to pay it forward, um, to be met, to approach well, to approach mentors, even when you are the head of your game, there's always something you can learn, but also be a mentor for somebody else. I think that's, there's always something great about giving back to somebody who generally wants to learn from you, and even better within your community, which is great, and um, and I think that, for me, has been one of the biggest life lessons that I've had over the past couple mm-hmm. of years. That, I'm, I'm, at first, you can be quite shocked. Like, are you sure you want to? What you want to work with me or what? I don't know how I can add value to you know what you what you want to achieve. But I think you know vanity aside, you've got some, everyone's got some 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 form of value to add to somebody else's journey. Um, and I think being brutally honest keeping your eyes open being aware of what your, your current skill set is as well so you know exactly how you can imprint somebody else's journey as well I think that's I think in five to ten years if we all had a hand in creating and carving and sharing a bit of ourselves it would be a completely different culture
0: yeah I think that's brilliant well said I like it <laughs> power work
1: um so yeah I think that's that would, that would be the only thing that I would add to that as well. But no, I definitely think the history idea as well. I think that's, again, with if you taught history that was more true to the fact within five to ten years you'd have a, a completely different elk of student whether that be GCSE to a level you know that really understood the black journey and i think you'd have kings and queens with their little crowns head up high as opposed to you know my, my journey to the uk started on a boat in slavery you know, i think education is the key to, to to knowledge to power to you know to everything um, so i do agree that um enhancing the the truth of the um it's
0: just telling the full picture and it's to just better understand how this nation has come to be and fully acknowledge the the horrors because some of the stuff that celebrated you know the kind of terms of our empire actually for that to be achieved some pretty horrendous things have happened across the sea you know oceans that you know And in the name of kind of imperialism and and I don't know, just even what that word means and encompasses isn't really properly explored in my opinion. So just to have a proper sort of thing. Well not it's really kind of rose tinted. Yeah. So I just think let's be real and really fully as I say, like black British history, it's not just black, it's British history, but just I think the term has come about because of the need to really it's like it's almost like a a separate subject but it's not it's just to get the kind of the truth the full truth about certain aspects you need to kind of delve deeper in a different subset but hopefully in ten years that'll just be mainstream it just be a proper reflection it's not just black but there's so many other um agreed cultures that have helped shape this nation so but we need to know the story from their side not just the kind of British
1: yeah where somebody else has thought actually that's when we'll start teaching we'll start teaching it from this outside yeah and it's not
0: different angles you're often taught in history who's written it and why and what was the agenda behind writing this but you know just using different sources maybe it's about expanding the curriculum and using different sources mm. to share to, to, to give a narrative of, of what happened so yeah that's what I'm hoping for nice love it so uh I think in terms of future podcasts which we're really excited to put out um I think you from what you can guess from today is that we're you gonna have lots of conversation but hopefully it, we will be Allowing our guests to speak, and it's all going to be geared around Black excellence. Um, and as already mentioned, it's a chance to connect with the businesses, brands, and people that we've promoted um, uh, on our Instagram page, and to have them on the show.
1: Yep, and there'll be loads of conversations around current affairs, obviously their products, etc. Us delving a bit deeper, so we get to know them and know their journey, but. Approximately 30 minutes of content as well. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. Um, thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it and we hope you tune in next time. Have you watched Becoming on um, Netflix?
0: No, I want to read the book. I feel like I don't want to spoil.
1: It won't spoil at all. It's more of it's basically becoming. Netflix Is it more about the tour? The tour, and it's got like a little bit of insight of of her chief of staff. Barack comes up. Um, she goes to like historically black college universities in America, and she has like little focus groups with like students and like empowers them. Um, she. It's just really good.
0: I bet uh, they're just, like pinching themselves, like
1: I shared her hair. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it, like she, the book tour, she's doing all of the signing stuff, and like she's like the last person to leave every day because she's doing signing of books and like she's when she walks,
0: when people have come to see me. I'm gonna make sure that they
1: see yeah. me. They've come all this way and waited all this time. Yeah, and she says things like, you know, when somebody's in there, she says you've got to remember. She'll have and the queues are, you can imagine hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people yeah just like, I don't look to the side even if my aides are kind of shooing people on my eyes are on this person they've queued. They've, they've spent time they've oh, planned what they're gonna say and yeah. honestly I was crying I was sobbing my heart out it it's just amazing
0: yeah you love it you love it a bit
1: is it just one episode or is it a series an hour and a half of your time it is honestly the best hour and a half I've spent watching anything on Netflix I'd like I say the last two years easy